Hey everyone. Before we jump into this episode, we just want to say thank you for your support by listening to our podcast. We hope we're accomplishing our mission of promoting dad positivity and supporting all those awesome dads out there. If you think we are, please like, subscribe, and review our podcast on your preferred podcast medium. If there is a dad in your life that you think deserves the spotlight and praise for their example, let us know. We'd love to have them on the show. If you have topics you want us to cover, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Just Some Dads, or email us at justsomedadspodcast at gmail.com. Most importantly, and most helpful for us, is for you to take a brief moment to share this podcast. We like to do it through texts. It's pretty cool because it takes people right to the podcast on their phone. So, share with the dad, share with the mom, share with all of your friends, really. We hope you enjoy this episode. Now get out there and keep doing good. Oh, oh, um, after you listen to the episode, of course. Everybody, we are so excited to have you join us once again for another episode of Just Some Dads on this blessed podcast that we love to do so much. Hopefully you're enjoying it so far. Today's topic is going to be a fun one. We might get a little uh, brash, I guess is, is the word we could use. We're, we're going we're gonna to talk about some stuff and we're going to have some fun doing it and uh, it's going to be a little in your face. It's an, icky, it's an icky subject that people don't like to talk about or hear about. Yeah. And it's going to be fun. We're going to be talking about all the things. And we are talking about you, gents, and your hygiene. Taking care of your bodies. We're going to talk about 11 things right off the bat that we want to pay attention to. Okay? We're not going to ask you to raise your hands. We're not going to ask you to pipe up. And we're definitely not going to say, all right, comment on Facebook about what part of your body you don't wash that you need to fix. Because that would be gross. Just fix yourself. Fix your life. Fix your hygiene. And make the world a better place for all of us, will you? All right. All right. So number one, and this these uh, eleven things come from a list from Men's Health. So we'll uh, Men's Health according to Reddit. So we'll share the list. <laughs> uh, we just have to say disclaimer: these are these are based off of comments from Reddit, but they're also good. They're they're very good, very important, but they're not necessarily our uh, original thoughts. But because they're good, we share them. Uh, so the first one is: don't forget to clean your backside. The uh, the article uses uh, some language that we we will avoid using but uh it's it's important that i mean not only there but you clean your entire body when you get in the shower make sure you scrub everything because if you skip some some part of your body it's pretty easy for people to notice so it's nasty yeah simple fix is just scrub your whole body like everywhere. So here's what the article says. It says, the number of people that don't wash their rear end is astounding. Yes, people can tell. Yes, it's really that bad. So here's the super simple fix. And this is by Redditor, Redditor, you all suck. Number six, wash your stinking butt. It's that easy. Yep. Adjusted for language. Yeah. <laughs> Just feel the need to put that out there. So wash everywhere. It's, it's an important thing. Uh, number two is don't skip deodorant. One thing that is uh, important to point out is that when you're in the deodorant aisle, it's generally, there's a lot of different products, there's different brands and different smells, but there's something that you should know is there's deodorant and antiperspirant. And probably most of you are familiar with that. Deodorant just blocks the smell. Antiperspirant 
prevents the sweat. Well, I will say this about deodorant. Deodorant does not always block the smell. It is just a fragrancy thing that you put on top. It kind of masks. So there are some countries, and I will not name these countries, but there are some countries where hygiene is expectedly, not expectedly, but the standard for hygiene is slightly different than that here in the United States where we are based. And um, having been to some of these countries, and I will not name which ones because I don't want to be offensive, but the fragrance of some men is quite interesting because it is a combination of poor hygiene body odor mixed with cheap cologne in copious amounts and cigarette smoke. When they feel, and I've, I've seen this, and this is really funny, um, they feel like deodorant slash cologne, whether you're, you're using Axe or otherwise, which is very common in the countries I've been to. Um, but what they'll do after smoking or otherwise, when they recognize it's a bad smell, is they just spray themselves with some aerosol, cologne, or deodorant, and it's awful. It's so bad because it's it's just this combination of like the three worst smells and it is it no, just don't do that. Please, gentlemen, if you start to stink and you start to smell, clean yourself. Take some time, use some water, don't just slap on whatever you can. I mean, admittedly I will say there are some environments where it's preferable to nothing. Like when you're out in the jungle training in the military or camping or backpacking or whatever it is and you don't have the opportunity to shower, deodorant is preferable to nothing. But if you have access to a shower. I had a health teacher in junior high who said that we should not use Axe body spray, which was really popular at the time, as a, quote, shower in a can. Because, I mean. That's vivid. If you've ever been inside a, a junior high or middle school boys locker room, mm-hmm. it can smell pretty bad. Every flavor of the rainbow. <laughs> yeah, and especially <laughs> if it's, you know, heavy overtones of Axe body spray or Old Spice or whatever. But one thing that, and I, I was doing some research on my own a little while ago just about antiperspirants and there's different strengths and you can get clinical strength, which is going to be heavier. You can get prescription deodorants if you really have a problem with sweat. I know some people who have used that and that's... Or just irritation or anything of that nature. Game changers. Sensitivity. For that. And um, one thing that I was reading and I've, I've tried this is this articles from different doctors that I've seen recommend putting on your antiperspirant at nighttime because... It's when your sweat glands are least active, it gives your body time to absorb the antiperspirant. And so, you know, put it on right before you go to bed and then you're just laying still all night. And then when you wake up in the morning, you'll shower and then you could throw on a little bit of deodorant if you want. But I found that that made me a little bit less sweaty or sweaty feeling during the day which was kind of an interesting thing to try and and figure out. And when it comes to antiperspirants and deodorants, if you have any concerns with your irritation or how it's affecting your body, talk to a medical professional, figure things out with them. We are not here to tell you yes or no for that. Number three, ignoring one spot while brushing or just brushing the outside of your teeth or just brushing like the vanity parts or whatever. Don't do that. It might look good, but you got to brush everything in your mouth. Like brush your tongue, brush your teeth because bacteria... They don't go away if you don't brush them. The roof of your mouth, too. Don't skip that. I don't know about you, Michael, but I use an electric toothbrush. I'm old school. There's no problem with old school. Well, I have to, I bring it everywhere with me, and I don't want to forget to charge it and whatnot. Yeah, so I'm just going to put a little pitch in for the toothbrush that I use. I, I got it as a, 
a gift when I was working at my last job. They were a client of ours, but I am not getting any kind of kickbacks or sponsorship from them on this. But it's really good, and I'm going to say upfront disclaimer, it's quite expensive. The toothbrush, uh, it's got six different brush modes on it. The battery charge lasts about a month, which I think is awesome, so I don't have to remember to charge it you know, every other week or something like that. But the, the company that does this is Bruch, B-R-U with the two little dots over it, U-S-H. And if you're interested, if you're in the market for an electric toothbrush, look them up. I, I really enjoy it. It made my toothbrushing experience a little more enjoyable. But that's uh, just, you know, personal preference, something that I use. And again, I didn't have to pay for it. If I, I did, I probably wouldn't have just kept my old school toothbrush. But you can get new heads as kind of a, on a subscription-based if you want, or just buy a couple of heads and use them as you see fit. Uh, one other thing, too, that I think is important with brushing is flossing. And I have a renewed passion, I guess. No, passion's the wrong word interest or commitment to flossing. I, growing up, was terrible at flossing. Up until actually last year, the beginning of 2020, I went to the dentist, new dentist because we had just moved, and the the hygienist said, hey, so how's your flossing? And I said, well, honestly, it's not that great. And she encouraged me to do it, and she gave me a sticky note to put on the mirror in in the bathroom. It says, only floss the teeth you want to keep. And then in parentheses, she wrote, you want to keep all of them. And so I challenged myself that day that I was not going to skip a day of flossing. And so I always floss my teeth at night right before I go to bed. And I have not missed a day of flossing in almost a year and a half, which is a big deal for not you know, really flossing that much. I am always surprised at what comes out from between my teeth. You know, I feel like I've got a really good toothbrush and that should take care of it. But even like on nights where we don't have things that you would think would stick to your teeth, like no popcorn, no steak, no big things like that, um, I'll floss. I'm like, wow, that my teeth feel cleaner already and I haven't even brushed. So highly recommend flossing very easy and really it doesn't take that much time. I have a retainer on the back of my teeth on in the middle, so I have to like thread the floss through that way, but then for my molars and like the front half or the other parts of my teeth, there's little like basically like a toothbrush stick with a little floss thing on the end that you can just pop in and out of your teeth and you don't have to try and stick your fingers all the way back in your mouth and wiggle the floss around. That's really handy too. A floss pick. Yeah, there you go. So highly recommend flossing with brushing at least once a day. Second the motion. Number three. Number four? Number five? Number four. Four. I got lost in flossing there. I was like 3.5. Number four, clean your ears. Now, disclaimer, don't stick anything in your ear canal. Thank you. That's a no-no. My mom's an audiologist. And so when I saw this one on the list, I was like, I'm going to have to say something or else my mom's going to call me and say, why are you telling people to shove Q-tips <laughs> in their ears? No, no, no. So what, what this Redditor says, take a wet wash rag, run it around and behind your ears. Don't stick anything inside of your ear canal, but make sure you wipe up the dirt and wax that's around and on your ears. 
Good advice. Your ears are naturally supposed to push out wax. That's just what they do. And they create wax as a defense mechanism for bacteria and objects that are supposed to get into your ear and can wreak havoc. Your wax is a good thing. If it's spilling out of your ears and it's noticeable and you can like wipe the side of your ear with an open hand and you've got earwax there, probably want to clean your ears. Go to, if, I mean, if you're really concerned, go to an ENT or an audiologist and have them look at it because excessive builds up of buildups. Man, this happens to me all the time. An excessive buildup of earwax can cause a problem. And if it doesn't get cleaned and it stays inside your ear, it can get hard and can actually cause partial, very temporary and very easily fixed, but partial hearing loss. It's an easy fix. It takes like five seconds and they clear it out with some warm salt water and it feels super nice. Yeah. Or sometimes if it's, you know, if you have like a little chunk in there, they've got little teeny tiny tools and they're trained to do this. They'll stick it in there with a little like magnifying glass. It's called an otoscope. It's for your ears but they'll stick it in there and pull it out and it kind of tickles the inside of your ear. feels awesome. Uh, it's kind of a weird thing, but <laughs> weird thing to like, but I guess that's what happens when your mom does that for professionally. Super easy to take care of your ears. So take care of your ears. Number five is using the, they call it the one mildewy smelly towel. <laughs> and this is something that, especially de- and depending on where you, your, your bathroom set up, your bathroom may not have super awesome ventilation, And so your towel isn't going to dry very well, which means it's going to start smelling if you don't wash it or change it regularly. And one little thing that I've found helpful is when we wash our towels, we put them in the washing machine with just a tiny bit of bleach, enough, like enough to kill the bacteria or whatever is in the towels, but not enough to destroy the color of your towel. So if you've got dark blue towels, throw them in the wash by themselves, just in case they bleed a little bit with just a tiny little bit of bleach. And that will keep your towel smelling clean and fresh. Yeah, absolutely. And let me just hit you up with a little story here. Okay. Let's go back to number one, which is clean your, your back end. Let's say you don't. Now let's also say that you're using the same towel for a week. Oh, man. Okay. Towels hold on to everything. Now you're drying yourself off. And what was on one part of your body is now on another part of your body. And now it's just spreading all over your towel. Let's say you're also that one in 500 of guys who actually washes their hands regularly. And you're using that same towel to dry off. Like You're just causing yourself a whole lot of problems. Just don't. Keep your towels clean. A lot of these things link together. Very nicely. They do. I mean, that actually brings us to number six, right? Washing your hands. Can I can I hit one thing on towels real quick too? Yes. If you find your towel doesn't dry very well because maybe your bathroom doesn't have a lot of good circulation or ventilation or whatever, throw your towel in the dryer for 10 minutes after you shower and it'll be completely dry. It'll be nice and hot, which could help kill some of the bacteria or other things that are on the towel. And then your towel will stay fresher longer. Doesn't mean you should go longer between washing it, but that'll just help your towel stay fresher for that week in between washes. Change them out at least once a week. Get a new towel, clean towel, fresh towel at least once a week. Number six, wash your hands, gentlemen. We're all guilty of it. We've all seen other people who are guilty of it. And we've all had that conversation like, oh man, you know how gross it is? So many guys don't wash their hands after using the bathroom. Just stop. Just wash your hands. 20 seconds. Flush. Wash. Be on your way. We have to, like, I have to teach my kids that because, you know, we're potty training. And they've watched Daniel Tiger and we've adopted one of the songs from Daniel Tiger. And the song is, if you have to go potty, stop and go right away. Flush and wash and be on your way. Honestly, it's not that hard. Like, if that song... 
it's stuck in your head, you're welcome. <laughs> and there's there's a fun little, if you have a smart smart speaker, uh, we have the Google device. Every once in a while, it'll give us a little ad. And I think we've mentioned this in a previous episode, but it'll be like, hey, if you want me to sing you a song while you wash your hands, I've got a song I can sing. So like, if you've got a smart speaker in your bathroom or nearby, and just open the door and tell your smart speaker to, to sing whatever song and voila, now you've got a song you can, you can go to. Yeah. If you don't have that, sing happy birthday. That's about the appropriate amount of time to wash your hands. There's nothing more important you could be doing during that time. I saw a, a video of uh, The Rock, who is a dad. Uh, he was teaching his young daughter to wash her hands, and he was singing the song You're Welcome from the mm-hmm. movie uh, the movie Moana that he was a part of. And she didn't realize that – I don't think she was old enough to grasp that he was Maui. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's just this like huge like, no, Dad, you're ruining towering dude. Yeah. This, like this huge guy towering over this little like maybe three-year-old girl who's just tiny. And he's singing this song and gently helping her scrub her hands together. And it's super adorable. Uh, really awesome example of – I think what being a dad is and also a good example and a reminder to wash your hands. Even like I, my background for my undergrad is in public health. And so you'd think that for how much we talk about communicable diseases and infectious diseases and things like that, people would know, especially the professors, but I can't tell you how many professors I saw in the bathroom while I was doing my undergrad that would finish their business and just walk straight out of the bathroom man stop it yeah or start it in this case start it start washing your hands start washing your hands if you don't and if you do good for you if you don't it's time to make a change number seven number seven is cut your hair or as the the men's health article says leaving the mane untamed yeah so i mean women frequently talk about well not frequently but i've the women in my life are concerned with things like split ends and their hair quality and the the products that they use in it take a moment figure your hair out too if you've got a lot of it great if you've got a not a lot of it great but your hair is actually really important um it does a lot for you and it not only is it stylistic and whatever you, you use it for but it helps keep you warm and if you're bald well then you're lucky but your head is also important to keep care of so look into your hair type, figure out how much you need to wash it, how much you need to condition it, how frequently you need to cut it to keep it healthy. Just don't neglect your hair. Yeah. And I think, I mean, just related to that is going to be personally, I think having, keep keeping your hair cut and well-trimmed looks nice. It's going to be good for your job. It's going to be good for- Whatever length it may be. What, yeah. Whatever length that is, is, you know, keep it trimmed to where you feel like it needs to be, but it just makes you look more put together. It makes you look more intentional. I feel like when I was in like junior high, the really popular thing was the, I just rolled out of bed with this haircut or hairdo. And uh, <laughs> I, I personally never got into that, but um, I know that it was really popular for a while. And I could look back at my junior high yearbooks and some of my friends and think, man, what were they thinking? But wash your hair and fix your hair. You know, if if that means pulling it back into a ponytail, pull it back into a ponytail. If that means using some styling wax and parting it a little bit or spiking it, do that. If that means you put your hair in a fancy mohawk, do that. But be be very intentional about your hair. It'll reflect in the in the hygiene of it as well. Because if you think about it, your hair's just a giant maze, tiny little canals for a lot of stuff to get stuck in. So keep it clean. Yeah. Number eight. I like this one. I'm going to do this one. Okay. So number eight. We talked about washing your rear. Wash the front part too, especially guys. Okay. Like 
men's underwear typically is, is designed to protect and to hold things in and to keep you safe, right? But that also means that everything is kind of packed close together and it's dark and that's also a very warm part of you. And we talked earlier about sweat. Congratulations, everybody sweats. Even when you're not sweating, you're actually sweating. I actually participated in a study on this um, where I was electrostatically shocked and monitored for the sweat on my arm in a very, very cold room when I did not think I was sweating. I need to hear more about that sometime. That sounds really interesting. It was super fun. Yeah. So I, I'll just tell you a, a little bit, give you a little teaser, but I worked in college for the Department of Exercise Sciences. And every once in a while, the, I would get the opportunity to qualify for some of the research the professors were doing. And one of them was a sweat study. That was like this exercise science professor's thing was sweat. And so he hooked me up it's in this an little odd machine. thing to have as a thing. It actually was super, super cool because sweat does more than just, you know, keep you cool, but it expels toxins from your body, It, which is why sometimes, you know, meat sweats. Your body's like, oh boy, all right, I need to start clearing some of this stuff out because I've got an intake of yikes. And uh, and so what he what he did is he took this little cylinder and acupuncture needles that he like punched into my skin to keep the cylinder on. And it was like no bigger than a like a dime. It was really tiny and just stuck it on my arm. It's pretty tiny. Yeah. Well, not the acupuncture needles, the little cylinder thing. Oh, okay. And it was hollowed out. And so I had this like circumference of a dime kind of tube on my arm with these acupuncture needles and then yeah i just wanted to point out that you weren't getting a dime-sized needle stuck in your arm no 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 that's That'd be definitely bad. not what happened that would be yeah and then they put these little diodes onto the acupuncture needles which were conductive and they just shocked my skin and i didn't even know what was happening all i felt was that there were little acupuncture needles in there it didn't feel any electric shock or anything and it stimulated the sweat glands within that little diameter or circumference of the the tube, the hollowed out tube. And then it measured my sweat production. And it was the weirdest thing because he took it off and I could see beads of sweat on my arm. I was like, oh, that's really weird. Weird. In a cold room? Um, yeah. The room was like 45 degrees. It was freezing because they wanted to like negate any sort of sweat from a heated environment. Hmm. It was a really cool study. And he was studying, I think, I think it was like the chemical composition of sweat and in a cold versus hot environment or something of that nature. But it was it was really neat. Anyways, wash your front parts too, gentlemen. I want to say I, I uh, some of these subjects are making me squirm a little bit in my seat as we're as we're talking about them. So I hope that <laughs> this doesn't make you feel uncomfortable. But if it does, maybe let that be a, a lesson that you either need to make some changes. Oh, I hope it makes people feel uncomfortable because yeah. people change that way. Yeah. Anyway, we'll. Uh, Move on from that. Number nine says uh, is brushing and flossing, and we kind of hit that. Uh, but I'll point out that this this article says that it's important to floss before you brush, because when you floss, you're going to knock stuff loose, and then that is the perfect time for your toothbrush to come in and clean that out the rest of the way, so that you can, you know, when you do your rinsing and spitting and all that, it brings it all out. Uh, number ten is going to be ignoring dry skin. And that is something that uh, my wife pointed out to me. She got me some uh, face lotion for Christmas. And I, I mean, I use aftershave when I shave and I use lotion on my hands if I need to. I My fingers dry and crack really easily, so I end up using lotion. And one of the lotions that I like to use a lot is called Working Hands. It's by O'Keefe or O'Keefe's is the brand mm -hmm. name. It doesn't smell. It absorbs very nicely into your skin and doesn't leave them feeling oily or like you just put on lotion, which is nice. Uh, and it comes in, you can either get it in a little kind of like bar of soap form where you just wipe a little bit of lotion off of this hard waxy bar or in a little squeeze tube. So I use that a lot and that helps 
keep my hands from not just drying and cracking all the time. But it's important too that you use lotion on your face because if you want to, the article says, if you want to look 30 at 40 instead of 60 at 40, take care of your skin. And I know that uh, women generally do a really good job with that using different kinds of moisturizers and creams to, you know, anti-aging and all of that stuff. But if you, if your skin dries out now, you're just going to look really wrinkly when you're older. And it can be painful. I mean, like your, your cracking skin, that's not pleasant. And if, if you want to try to help your skin to be better protected from everything that it is exposed to, which literally is everything, then you want that top layer, the stuff that you can actually see and, you know, manage to be healthy. If it's flaky and falling apart and all that other fun stuff, then you're exposing the under layers, which is the live layers. And it's just going to go further and further into disrepair and expose you to whatever UV rays or stuff that you find in your environment, whatever it may be. And you don't really want that happening because your skin breathes. It's a, it's the living thing. Obviously, it's the largest organ in your body. If you've never heard that before, there you go. And it is it is something that we need to look out for and to care for as well. So keep that healthy. Keep it clean. Keep it moisturized. Keep it nice. All right. Number 11. And this title cracks me up for this segment. It's <laughs> called Pulling a Rapunzel with the Nose and Ear Hair. And you definitely don't want to, uh, you know, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your nose hair. Because <laughs> that's just not that's good. so gross. That's... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um, so very effective title. And I think that kind of sums it up nicely, but buy a, you know, buy a pair of tweezers, buy a little nose and ear hair trimmer. Generally, this is going to be a problem for older guys, but it can be a problem for young guys too. It, it happens to everybody, especially as you get older. And that's something that will always happen. You're always going to be getting older. So just keep it trimmed, keep it nice. Pull it out if you see it, trim it. Yeah, and that one's less of a hygiene thing and more of a, a personal preference thing because obviously your nose and ear hair forms a, a very important function. Your nose hair helps keep out contaminants and particles from your from your lungs, right, and from your nasal cavity, which could lead to all sorts of negative things. And your ear hair helps with earwax production and maintaining that clean environment of keeping junk out, right? So don't go crazy. Don't pull a razor out and shave the inside of your nose or your ears because that's a definite no-no. Um, yeah. But it's more yeah. more of an... But if it's peeking out, if, it, if it's peeking out, you can trim it. Mm-hmm. Get a nice trimmer. Um, I don't recommend tweezing or trying to pull out nose hairs because that leaves open pores within your ear and nose. It hurts. One, that hurts, yeah. But that also leads to infection. And we know what happens to pores when they get infected, right, gentlemen? Like, that's called a zit. And now you have a zit inside your nose. Don't want to deal with that now, do you? I don't. Yeah. I think I saw an Amanda Bynes, like she was auditioning for Funniest Kid in America way, way back when in like 94 or 96. I don't know, something. She was, you know, super little. I love that that's way, way back when. <laughs> well, we're talking Amanda Bynes. So way back when in her life, um, okay. she did a little okay. a little comedy routine about trying to pop a zit in your nose. Like, what are you going to do? You just can't. You're like try to pick it out and then everyone's staring at you because you're picking at your nose. Bad juju. Bad juju, gents. I saw it. Not related to hygiene at all, but I saw an article today that said something about how kids today are tweeting about how they wish they lived back in the good old days of the 90s. They were good old days. They were, but are we at that point in our lives where- Just don't the, think about the it. Years, the years that we were born are now the good old days. Don't think about um, it. Anyway, so real quick, just to sum up the list- there is, there is an honorable mention at the end of the list. Should, should we bring that one up? Oh, did I miss that one? Yep. So it says, Go for and it. one more time, clap emoji, because clap emoji, it's clap emoji, 
necessary. <laughs> Look back to point one, which is wash your rear. Okay, we said enough. That's yeah. and honestly, you know, hygienically, if you really if you think about it, that is that's your body's natural place for removing all of the negative toxins and everything that your body wants to get rid of is from that area essentially. Okay, keep it clean. Your body's trying to get rid of it. Don't hold on to it. So since we spent so much time talking about washing yourself, I I just want to point out. I know Michael, you've mentioned uh, in our well, second or third episode, you talked about how you use uh, Doctor Squatch bar soap. Mm-hmm. I know you really like that a lot. I do. Yeah, I think that's a Super Bowl commercial. Oh, really? Cool. I want to put a plug in for. Uh, I use Harry's body wash. I am in love with this body wash. And that's kind of a weird thing. I never thought I would find a body wash that I just absolutely loved. But it smells really good. It feels really clean. It's thick. And so you feel like as you're lathering up, it feels like you're actually cleaning yourself instead of just kind of a a cheapy body wash to make some soap bubbles and rinse them off. And then the smell lasts throughout the day. Like the first day that I used it, I I don't remember, I came home from work and my wife gave me a hug and was like, wow, you, you smell good. And I just smelled my arm and I was like, oh, that's my body wash. And it's, it's like five at five in the evening. And I still had that kind of clean, freshly showered smell, which was really awesome. Uh, and if you're looking at Harry's razor or Harry's body wash, I recommend their razors as well. That's a really nice, clean shave. Uh, I think shaving is an honorable mention that we didn't get to. Michael and I both prefer uh, Michael, for your job, me for personal preference to be clean shaven. But you know, if you've got a beard, trim it. Keep it, keep it trimmed. Keep it looking nice and professional. Uh, nothing looks worse in my mind than just a kind of all over the place beard. But I don't know. Is there any other hygiene things that we want to throw out there, Michael? I'm sure there are millions of things. I don't know if I necessarily want to go over all of them. I think those are a pretty good place to start. And some of the most common hygiene blunders, I suppose you can call them. So fix yourself, gentlemen. Clean yourself. Pick one thing to be better at this week and then add another and add another and add another. And if you're already doing all of these things, super mega props to you. You're hygienic. You're healthy. You're doing good things for yourself. So congrats to you. We apologize for any discomfort. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Thank you for, for hitting that. If it made you uncomfortable, we're sorry, but it is an important thing to talk about. And again, something that we feel like doesn't get talked about quite enough or doesn't get done enough. So Mm -hmm. get out there, get clean, keep keep doing doing good. good.